What up, what up, what up? Alright, so we're going to be talking about is the system rigged today? But first, let me get into a little promoting. Um, my book is out, The Coming, Past, Present, and the Future. So that's out. Um, I ought to talk a little bit about it, but I ain't got my stuff. I basically just talk about, um, I start from Reconstruction and just work my way on up, um, talking about different presidencies. Um, so, yeah, man, it's pretty awesome. Um, Y'all should definitely go check it out. I talk about Ronald Reagan, I talk about uh, Barack Obama, I talk about, um, I talk about a lot of people, man. And I talk about different things that just have happened throughout society and throughout history. Um, I talk about the World War, uh, World War One and World War Two. Basically, just history. You know, it's a history book. Um, I probably gonna, I plan on doing. Let me see. I'm gonna do a, a children's series next. Um, so I'm gonna drop like a a book on um, for children, and then I got another book on the tech. But then I got um, I'm gonna write books also for my shows. I'm gonna be doing also. Um, Oh, the show is coming out the first episode soon. Y'all be looking out for that. Um, let me see. What else? What else? What else? Go check out Sincerely Yours, man. Um, clothing company. Uh, their website is... Let me make sure before I say it. But I'm pretty sure it's sincerelyyours.store. Uh... Let me make sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so it's www.sincerelyyours with an S dot store. So C I, I mean, www.sincerelyyours dot store. So definitely go check that out. Um, Let's see what else we got. What else we got? Uh, I think that's all I can think of at the moment. It was something else. What I want else? Oh, 
let me sign in real quick. I want to talk a little bit about um, Master P actually has kind of um, supporting, um, basically talking about black empowerment and supporting other black businesses, you know, which is cool. I think that's like awesome, you know. And so I think it's a beautiful thing that a celebrity is talking about it because usually a celebrity don't do it because, you know, usually celebrities have to do what their handlers and, you know, people that actually, you know, help them out or whatever, you, however you want to put it. Um, Master P is an owner, so he doesn't have to do that, I guess you could say. He runs his own thing, so that's pretty cool. Let me see, can I find it real quick? I'm just gonna play y'all like a video real quick. But he's been going around like on different podcasts and stuff, you know, promoting black business. He also got like his own, um, what is it, shoe brand out, uh, Money Yetta, I think that's how you said. Um, he got his own cereal. Uh, he got the Uncle P syrup, the Uncle P pancakes, and he also uh he got like the the burger restaurant out here. RC. I ain't been in New Orleans in so long, so. But uh, that's pretty dope. Uh, let me see. Here it is, here it is. Master Chat. Uh, it's, it's all about being able to chat with our people. I know that we, you know, we going on Clubhouse. I keep telling people, we go on Clubhouse. We making another. I also started this, uh, the Master Chat. Uh, uh, it's, it's all about just being able to chat with our people. I know that we, you know, we going on Clubhouse. I keep telling people, we go on Clubhouse. We making another. I also started this. Oh, it ain't the full one. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> it's it's all about. Let me see. Can I get to? I might can't from here. Uh. Uh. Blah 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 blah. Give me a quick second, real quick. Let's see what play right here. Oh, it's an article. Oh, it's not, it's not the video, but I'll read the um, article to you. Um, if there's, this is something I found on Revolt TV, by the way. If there's anything Master P is known for, aside from his music, is his business acumen and entrepreneurism. Uh, the Make Him Say Uh rapper has been mastermind behind No Limit Records, Rap Snacks, and a few other ventures over the years, urging black people to join him in being a black owner along the way. When it was reported that the Clubhouse app was valued at $1 billion, he naturally had a few words to say. I keep telling people, we go on Clubhouse, we making another one of them a billionaire, he said in this video posted on Instagram. We just did it, just for Clubhouse. We need to create stuff like that to where we can control the narrative and we're able to put the money back in our community and our culture. All right, so that's what Master P had to say. 
um, the make them say uh rapper. So that's what's up. Um, and if you don't know, Clubhouse is an audio app for iPhone users that is currently in beta. Despite being an invite-only platform, its number of users has grown tremendously, recently earning a $1 billion investment interest because of engagement from celebrities like McNeil and 21 Savage, who the Louisiana Star believes should lend their support to black-owned businesses. So there's a lot of celebrities basically making this uh, app jump, or they did. it's already in jump, like it, it is pop basically, and it was basically black celebrities. I told you a lot of black celebrities are really actually not for black people. There's a lot of black celebrities that they basically support white supremacy, if we're being honest, you know. And I'm not saying that supporting Clubhouse is supporting white supremacy. I don't actually know the people that own Clubhouse. I know it's, I think it was like a white dude I seen and an Indian guy that actually are the owners. I have to look it up, but I don't really know them, you know. But from the perspective of Master P, I think he's just talking about support black businesses. There's a lot of black people that are sort of addicted to supporting white people or other groups before they support their own, which is interesting to me, right? So how did this actually happen to black people? And there's a lot of places you can look from uh, different advertisements and just different things, right? But let me finish this article before I go into all that, right? Um, we all went to Clubhouse and blew this up. You know this guy went to the bank, got whatever he want. He's going to take that company public, said P. We're not thinking like that. The only way we're going to be successful is taking these companies public. That's the way to build wealth. We create so much wealth for them. Okay, I hear you, P. Master P has seen much success in the business world, and he shows no signs of letting up. The No Limit founder has recently expressed interest in buying Reebok, noting his plans to turn the shoe brand into a lifestyle brand. He has also partnered with former Tesla engineer Richard Patterson to make black-owned supercars. Okay. So, that's the article on Revolt TV. Uh, that's pretty cool. So, Master P is advocating for black empowerment, which is, I think, I think that's awesome. You know? And I would love to see more black celebrities join in supporting black businesses. But a lot of black celebrities are, <laughs> let's say they don't actually have a lot of control in what they say. I'll fit it that way. Um, but anyway, moving on, let me see, where should I start? Let me, let me talk a little bit about the news before I go into uh, all of that. Something I read, let me see, can I find the article? It was talking about um, Joe Biden just said no. He said no to, what was it? It was 50,000, um, count the counseling of 50,000 of student loan debt. That's what it was. And Joe Biden said no. Why did Joe Biden say no? Great question. 
I don't know. Let me see. I can't find the actual article. Let me see. Can I? I wanted to read what it was saying. Give me a minute, give me a minute. I believe I found it. All right, so I found this on CNBC. It says, Student, students lament Biden refusal to cancel 50,000 in student debt. So Joe basically isn't for it. Um, he rules out Counseling 50000 in student debt per person, disappointing some student borrowers who were counting on that help. I didn't have my hopes up, said uh, Yoshira Madura, who's 30. The research analyst graduated from Lehigh University in 2012 with a bachelor's degree in finance and marketing and a student loan tab of $132,000. She has been on a strict budget in order to afford her monthly payments ever since. It basically, it looks like America has basically made a bunch of students uh, kind of like economic slaves. You could kind of look at it as a lot of people really aren't free, um, which is interesting, right? How America goes about trapping people. And this kind of comes from the Democratic Party. I hate to say it, you know, Um it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, that's why I always say, like, Democrat Party are very systematic in a lot of things that they do. The um, That bill that was actually passed, uh, the crime bill, and they brought out a bunch of black people that was supporting it at the time. Because I remember seeing some black people out there on the news, but I'm pretty sure they was, like, what you would call black, uh, should I say... I guess you could say, I'm just going to say sellouts. That's what I'm going to say, black sellouts. And I remember they came out for it. But the crime bill that put a bunch of black people in prison. But um, let me finish this reading this uh, article. It says, the payment pause on federal student debt during the coronavirus pandemic has offered Medora, who lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, a rare opportunity to chip away at the balance of her high-interest loans and even start building an emergency savings fund. Meanwhile, the president's proposal to forgive up to 10000 student debt per, bar per borrower, which is still on the table, would go a long way towards achieving even greater financial milestones, Madura said, such as borrowing a car or saving for the down payment on a house. That's essentially a whole year of payments that would be taken care of, she said. Even just having a whole year of that money saved, I'll know that if anything happens, I'll feel confident I could bounce back. $10,000 when so many students owe like $100,000, right? Especially the minority students, right? So it's like America really attacked minority students. And a lot of minority students can't even find jobs, which is crazy to me, right? So you got all this debt. And then you can't find a job. So what was the point of going to that school? 
so it looks like a lot of schools are actually playing um, minority students. I find it interesting. Some people try to say that it depends on what you major in, but I've seen where people have like accounting degrees and couldn't actually find a job, at least not right away anyway, but I find it interesting. It's like an attack on minority students, and I know some white people um, have student loans too, but their student loans usually isn't as big as a lot of the minority students, is what I've noticed. And it's sort of, it seems like it should be a crime, <laughs> but it's not though. Like, a lot of the people are okay with it for some odd reason, right? And I believe it's eventually going to hurt Democrats in the long run. And it's going to hurt America in the long run. All these students, um, with all the student debt. And I know they're talking about get, uh, canceling 10000 but what is 10000 when you owe six figures? You know? But anyway, let me finish this article. Um, let me see, where was I? For other, for others, 10000 would be only a drop in a bucket. Kimberly Chatter, Chatterjee, 29, that's a crazy name, by the way, um, took out about 200000 in loans to attend New York University and graduated in 2014 with degrees in English and acting. Up until the pandemic, the New York resident had worked full-time as an actor and paid off about 50000 in debt. Even now, Though she's on an unemployment and her payments are paused due to COVID, she's trying to put out any extra money towards savings and paying down her student loan debt. Okay. Um, Chatterjee. Chata, <laughs> I can't even say her name. Um, excuse me if you if you ever hear this. Sorry about uh, messing up your last name. Um, Chartarji pushed back against President Biden's argument that he shouldn't forgive 50000 in debt for people who went to elite schools. Um, this idea that only the rich people go to fancy schools is absolutely untrue, she said, adding that her degree has also opened many doors for her in the performing arts. In terms of my career and the work I've been able to do, it was absolutely worth it for me and a decision I wouldn't change. What it would mean to have fifty thousand of her total debt canceled, it would be life changing, she said. How far fifty thousand in loan forgiveness would go? Um, before I get into that, it's pretty clear to me this girl isn't black. Yeah, they actually show a picture of her actually. Um, I don't know, she looked like she might be Hispanic or something. Hispanic Hispanic or Indian maybe? But yeah, I kind of get my drift. Um, but let me finish this article. Uh, to be sure, many argue that counseling student loan debt unfair. Hold on, is that the right one? Uh, let me see. To be sure, many argue that counseling student loan debt is unfair to those who have paid off their student loans 
paid off their loans or made different decisions about higher education. There's a fairness issue, said Scott McDonald, author of Education Without Debt. So many people have worked so hard to pay off, pay down debt. People that didn't go to college, they wanted to because they couldn't afford it or didn't take vacations for years. But others argue that canceling a portion of the total $1.6 trillion in outstanding student loan debt would benefit the economy and many Americans from all walks of life. It definitely would benefit black people because black people need to start businesses. We have no businesses in our, well, we have a few, but not a lot. We need way more um, to employ our own people. But anyway, if back to this article, if all federal student loan borrowers got 10000 of their debt forgiven, Roughly one-third of federal student loan borrowers, or 14.4 million people, will see their balances reset to zero, according to higher education expert Mark Kentrowitz. Kentrowitz. Okay. Um, if 50000 of ed- education debt was forgiven, it would wipe away all debt for 80% of borrowers, or roughly 36 million people, according to Kentrowitz. Studies also show low-income borrowers, women, and people of color are struggling the most with student loans, a pattern that only worsens during the pandemic. And those are calling for 50000 in student loan debt forgiveness say that a lower amount wouldn't go as far to help close the racial wealth gap experienced by black and brown Americans who hold more education debt than their white counterparts. And that's because white people get the job first. If we be an honest, white people get the job first. But why do white people get the jobs first? Because most of the companies are owned by who? It's not black people. That's a little hint. Um, so, yeah, man. And people always try to act like racism doesn't exist or institutional racism doesn't exist. But I always tell people, you can go to the... You can look on every company on the stock exchange, um, from the NASDAQ to... Uh, what's another one? Standard and Poor's, uh, Russell 200. All these companies, if you look at their management, they're usually one race, and you might see a sprinkle of a black person or a East Indian. It's usually an East Indian, and every now and then you'll see a black person. But I see some companies are trying to change. I think Walgreens just hired a black woman to be a CEO but usually when white people hire black people they usually don't hire real black people they hire what some people call Oreos of basically black people skin is black but on the inside they're white um that's what usually happens a lot of times I'm not gonna get into it but that's just something that people talk about a lot all right this article is actually pretty long now that this is the last part though Okay. Um, when Demetrius um, Amparan, 30, got into Valparaiso University, he jumped at the chance to go to the school as a first-generation college student from Chicago's South Side. His parents couldn't help him pay for school, so he signed up for any loans the college offered him. 
for black and brown people like myself, higher education is like the most prized thing we could attain, said Amperin. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, by the way. Uh, who still lives in the Windy City. He graduated in 2012 with degrees in communication, public relations, and sociology. Now, Amperin, the donor relations manager at Young Chicago Authors, owes more than 96000 in student loan debt. As a nonprofit worker, he's never been able to consistently make the high monthly payments on his outstanding loans, especially because he has two younger daughters, ages 7 and 10, who he cares for. He found Biden's argument against forgiving 50000 in debt misguided, he said, especially because he knows how much that kind of relief would help his community. And that ends the article, and I agree with him on that. Um... See, one of the reasons a lot of progressives didn't want Biden to be the the president in this situation, because the situation is so dire, especially for um, <clears throat> minorities. Um, we owe the most in student loans. Um, we have the less businesses, right? So we own the less when it comes to businesses. We just now getting in the stocks as we... Um, educate more black people about owning stocks and different companies, right? Um, but a lot of people wanted Barney, Bernie Sanders because we thought he would he would go for bigger things, right? And a lot of the Republicans have been basically taken out. I mean, so I think it's 50-50 in the Senate, but um, the vice president is the um, the key vote. And so the Democrats could basically get most of the things they want if they just would go for it, right? But I'm pretty sure a lot of their donors are like, you know, people that's kind of against a lot of these progressive uh, legislation. I'm pretty sure their donors are controlling them to an extent, right? Like, the Democrats can't do everything that they really want to do, right? Or, or at least some of them want to do. Um, and so that's one of the reasons a lot of the progressives really wanted Bernie. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. I hope the Democrats don't mess this up. I mean, you got four years, I mean, and Donald Trump actually can run again. Donald Trump actually was not convicted by the way, in that last trial, he was impeached for a second time, but he wasn't convicted by the Senate. So from my understanding, he actually could run again if he wanted to. The question is, will he actually run again? Which would be interesting. Um, I don't know what he would do or what his plans are, but I do think it's interesting though. Um, let me see, what else we got? What else do I need to talk about? Oh, uh, Donald Trump is mad at McConnell. So there's like a little rift going on in the Republican Party. Um, 
I hear a lot of Republicans saying we need to get rid of McConnell. Uh, I don't know if they're really going to try it. But I think he just won, right? So I think he got like a whole nother, what is it, six years? Senate terms. I think it's six years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so... I actually sorry I was trying to look something up real quick and I haven't actually found it um, Yeah, six, uh, six year, six years is a term for the U.S. Senate. So I was correct. Um, I was just trying to make sure that. But anyway, what else do we have going on? Um, Elon Musk actually says that um, Austin, Texas, is going to be a boom town. Cause I think uh, Elon Musk just moved there, if I'm not mistaken. So that happened. Um, in Texas, they got hit by a bunch of snow. And from my understanding, it's been like a big disaster there. And a lot of people have been without power for a while, from my understanding. So that's interesting. Um, let's see here. Oh, Bitcoin has hit 51,000, by the way, if you haven't heard, which is pretty dope, you know. So, yeah, man, it's awesome. Uh, let me see what else we got. Uh, All right, so... So I was going to talk a little bit about um, music and rappers, right? And what has happened in the past. And I want to talk a little bit about this, just touch on it, so it won't happen again. Or so I try to help people be aware um, of what happened in the past, right? And how a lot of rappers were used. And so what am I actually talking about, right? Um... So I'm not going to say any names or anything like that, but in the past, right, there was this thing called the War on Drugs. And I believe it was started by President Nixon, if I'm not mistaken. Let me make sure. Uh, and I, I have no issues with rappers, you know, they cool, you know. I rap every now and then, you know. Um... But I just wanted to touch on this a little bit. Just try to make sure or try to help people be informed on what has happened in the past, right? 
and Alright, uh, let me see. So basically it was started by President Nixon. And you probably find out about, about that in my book too. I think it's in my book. Prison, uh, prisons are for profit, right? Or at least a lot of them are. Um, so there was this war on drugs. Next thing you know we are aware that prisons are for profit. Then some rappers were made stars. And which rappers were made like big stars for younger kids to look up to? It was the rappers that was promoting drugs. And rappers that was teaching guys how to sell drugs through their rap lyrics, right? And little kids look up to rappers like, and they want to be like the rappers. And a lot of the parents, especially in minority communities, right, they aren't actually there, right? They aren't there because they're trying to keep a roof over their kid's head, right? So, parent trying to keep the roof over um, their kid's head, right? And so, young kid has a lot of room to do a lot of stuff, right? And trying to find out how to make money, you listen to rap music, you see this rapper doing all these, making all these moves, making all this money. Um, and so they kind of emulate what they see, right? And they try to do what they hear from the rap record. Alright, so then you also have law enforcement doing their job. And I'm pretty sure some rappers were let through, you know, to do what they wanted to do, you know. And it was on purpose, though. Like, the rapper was used as a pawn, you could say. And so, the rappers used as a pawn, law enforcement, watching younger kids in the hood sell, you know, that stuff. Yeah. Um... And so what happens is the young kid gets locked up that's from the hood, you know, that sells the drugs. And last time I looked, it was like 51% of the prison population, I think it was, was black. But we're only like 13% of the U.S. population. And a lot of people say they don't think, they think we're more than 13%, but that's like, a stat that I've seen. And it's been a minute since I actually looked it up. But. Yeah. So. Just think about that. What I just said. War on drugs. Um, police. Law enforcement. Waiting. Rappers made big stars. That talks about selling drugs. Taught other people how to sell drugs through their rap lyrics and little kid just want to be like the rappers right and so all of it led to most of the prison population being black and there's still actually prisons being built right now in America and a lot of these are private prisons 
And I wonder who they plan on putting in these private pit prisons. Or who they bet on that's going to end up in the private prison. And... Yeah, so... Basically, what I'm saying is a lot of rappers were used as puns. Basically, is what I'm trying to convey. And I hope that... Um, other younger people that's coming up recognize how easily you can be used. But some people are actually okay with being used as long as they make the money, alright? So, it's just something to think about, man. Um, but that was just me analyzing that situation. But now let me get into Is the System Rigged? Because that's what the name of this show is. It's the System Rigged. And I'm going to go with Yeah. But just... Why would I say that, right? You could just look at... Not too long ago, you heard about rich people were buying their way into college. They didn't have the grades. They would just buy their way into college. And... I'm pretty sure that's been going on for the longest time. We just now finding out about it. Or they just not getting caught, basically. But... That's one way to look at it, right? Who usually gets the um, job, right? The person that went to Harvard, Yale, and a lot of these rich people are buying their way into these schools. So you now see who some of the people are that are actually running America. And I'm not saying it's all, all of them. I'm just saying there's a lot of them. And so rich kids are being put in positions because they're rich, basically, right? So it kind of sounds like an oligarchy. But anyway, yeah, man, so it's the system rigged. I would go with, yeah. Um, people now understand that this basically isn't a meritocracy. We only acted like it was a meritocracy. A lot of people on the right called it a meritocracy but it's never actually been based on meritocracy and when I say meritocracy I'm basically talking about based on merit based on your effort that you put in it's never actually been that it's actually been more about who you know as Denzel said in training day (laughs) it's all about who you know it's not about knowing the product. It's not about knowing the most. It's about who you know. Anyway. But yeah, man. Um, something else to think about. Most of the people who are on the Supreme Court, right? That usually went to like an Ivy League school. And it's usually Harvard or Yale a lot of times, right? Um, so Harvard or Yale are basically like the people that are coming from... Uh, people coming from Harvard or Yale are becoming Supreme Court justices. Um, and I think the way the system has been working has actually hurt America. And it's probably going to hurt us even more in the future. And the reason is because Harvard and Yale is basically going to get the blame for a lot of the issues we're going to have in the future. And I know we're going to have a lot of issues in the future. Um... 
But why why are we still going to have these issues? For one, I know a lot of politicians really aren't going to fix the problem unless the donors really want them to fix the problem. Um, Another way you can know that the game is rigged, the system is rigged, uh, there were rumors that Donald Brazil said that the Democrats uh, actually rigged the primary in 2016. Um, That was the one that included Bernie Sanders. So they said that was rigged. Um, There were small investors, right? I know y'all heard about the GameStop situation. There were small investors that just warned against the hedge fund. Uh, this year, and they started talking about changing the law because of what these small investors from Reddit. Uh, it's a Reddit is like a little uh, platform, and this was actually a sub uh, division of the platform called Wall Street Bets that they actually bought a bunch of stocks in GameStop. And buying all these stocks actually raised the price. The price appreciated. And basically what happened was the hedge fund had shorted the stock. And they ended up losing a lot of money because they shorted so much of the stock. And Wall Street Bets was driving up the stock price. And that's just small investors learning the game. right? From my understanding, it was actually legal. But a lot of, I understand that a lot of black people are saying that we can't do that, though. And I understand why they would say that, right? You know, because the system usually is against black people. Um, the Capitol was just attacked, right? And a lot of those guys got out of there alive, you know? So... Interesting, right? Uh, let me see. And if rich people can just buy their way into a school, who is to say they can't buy their way into a job or perform some sort of quick pro quo to get their jobs, right? So, it's just a lot of stuff you could just think about, food for thought. Is the system rigged? I'll let you answer that, you know. But I'm leaning towards, yeah, a little bit. I would definitely go with uh, a yeah or to a large extent the system is rigged. But anyway, that's just my two cents. And I got to go, people. I'm still a college student. I ain't finished yet. (laughs) I got like two more classes. But anyway, peace out. I'll talk to y'all later.